Hey everyone, welcome to our Strong Mind, Strong Body podcast. I'm your host, Angie Miller, and today we are going to talk about tips to add holiday happiness, right? There's so many. We open up so many articles and hear on TV how to deal with holiday stress, but I want to reframe that today and talk about how we can add a little bit of happiness and joy to our holiday season. So you know what? The holidays, whether it's Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, the new year, no matter what we do or we don't celebrate, they're unique and they're personal to each of us. For some, they bring so much joy. For some, they invite a lot of sadness and disappointment. Um, But you know what? It's different for everyone. For some, it's a little bit of joy, a little bit of stress. I think for many of us, our feelings about the holidays change every single year, depending on our circumstances and what's going on in our lives and what's going on in the world around us. I think the holidays look different the past couple of years during the pandemic. For sure, for many of us, it impacts our decisions about large gatherings and things like that. For me personally, I have really amazing memories of the holidays growing up. I just envision my big family, my mom hosting all these different events, and all of my sisters and our kids coming together. And sometimes when I think about the holidays, I reflect back with a little bit of sadness because the matriarch of my family, my mom, who hosted all of those events, is no longer with us. And so from there on, our holiday traditions have shifted dramatically. So while I experience still a lot of joy and a good amount of nostalgia about the past, for sure, my holidays look a lot different than what they used to look. So you know what, with that said, it means that that can come with a lot of challenges. It means that we have to shift our mindset when traditions shift and when our situation changes. So that's why I'm here today is to add some little tips for joy and happiness to increase what you bring to the holiday season. So drum roll, please. Are you ready? All right. So number one, remember, I think for all of us, that the past is the past. No matter what the holidays brought us last year or the year before or 20 years ago, I think sometimes it's very helpful to approach every holiday season with a clean slate, a mindset of what can we create and what kind of possibilities can there be this year? Because we know that we can rewrite the script every year. There are a lot of people throughout the year that maybe they've ended significant relationships relationships. Maybe they've gotten a divorce. Maybe they've moved. Maybe they've purchased a new home and don't know anyone in their neighborhood. So that brings a new set of traditions and a different nuance to all of our holiday seasons. So if we just consider that we get to rewrite the script every year, then we consider that we get to create new memories. So just, you know what, it's a story that we all have yet to write, right? So consider that. Remember that the past is the past and the future is whatever you want it to be. So my second tip for adding holiday joy and happiness is to schedule realistically and to avoid overscheduling. You know, even if you don't have a super busy holiday schedule, holidays are notorious for 
being busier because you know what there's there's more traffic there's more lines when we go shopping the even the internet is more crowded and it's more difficult to get merchandise right right now so just avoid over scheduling because we know that over scheduling is like a killer of joy so some of us like to look at it as being an eternal optimist or at least that's how i like to reframe it because i'm a consummate over scheduler and I like to think that I'm an optimist. I always think that I can accomplish more in less amounts of time. But oftentimes that just leads to increased stress, less sleep, and me trying to do too many things at once. So really, we have to recognize our limits, especially at the holidays, and be willing to schedule ourselves realistically. So a couple of suggestions on that. Number one, give yourself permission, permission to avoid overscheduling, permission to say no when you don't feel like going somewhere or attending an event. So I've done a lot of podcasts on how to set boundaries and say no. I've talked about this in so many different podcasts, and I even did an NASM tips from Angie specifically on how to say no and how to set boundaries in our life. So remember that the volume of time that we spend with somebody does not indicate that we care more. We can spend an hour of quality time or we can spend four hours with somebody, three of which we might wish that we could have actually left three hours ago. Okay. So just consider setting boundaries when you're thinking about trying not to overschedule. Be willing and give yourself permission to say no when you need to. I've heard a lot of people throughout or kind of through this pandemic say, you know what, I don't feel as social as I used to feel. I don't love large groups the way I used to. It's like, is there something wrong with me? And I don't think so. I think that throughout the pandemic, we learned to tap more into our value system. We got more comfortable with being home and, and just, you know, making our home a haven. And maybe we don't enjoy those big social gatherings the way that we used to. And it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with us or that we can't still enjoy the holidays if we're not doing all those things that we used to do. And so that leads me to when you are thinking about the holiday season and making sure that you don't overcommit, then remember also let your values guide you, right? Before you say yes, just ask yourself, is this something I would really enjoy doing? Is this something that's important to me? Does this align with my values? Will it contribute to my career or whatever it is that is most valuable to you? So again, I'm Angie Miller, and I'm talking about tips to add joy and happiness during the holidays. And so far, I've talked about setting a realistic schedule and remembering that the past is the past, and we get to rewrite our script every single holiday season. So you know what? If it, if it feels like a big dread factor, saying yes feels like a dread, then saying no is always a wonderful option. And remember that when it comes to scheduling, shoulds are kind of shame building. So shoulds aren't a great way to make a positive decision. If right away when you're thinking about should I say yes or should I say no, the should in and of itself is an indicator that that may not be something that brings you joy. Because you know what? Shoulds feel like obligation 
I should go over there because I know that, you know, this person needs such and such. But maybe if we know it's something that we really do need to do, but it does still feel like an obligation, a simple reframe can make a difference. So something like I could go over there because I know it's the right thing to do, that indicates possibility instead of obligation. All right. So how about, I think another great way to add joy and happiness to our holidays is to make sure that we make a plan. So you know what, maybe this holiday season is different. Maybe your life is different. Like I said, some people have ended significant relationships. Maybe we've moved. Maybe it's just very different for you for whatever reason. So make a plan. What if we made it a goal to make one plan for every holiday that we celebrate. So for maybe you like to go to shows, maybe you like to go to holiday lighting events. I was at the mall yesterday and I saw that Hamilton is coming to Charlotte and I was like, yes, that's my holiday plan. I love to go see a show during the holidays. So maybe you love to, like I said, go to light festivals, whatever it is, Try to plan for it and take active charge of making sure that it happens. Extend an invite to a friend or a partner or a colleague. Maybe even if you don't feel like you have somebody that you can invite, maybe this is a good time. Maybe the holidays are a good time for you to investigate different types of meetup groups. Because remember that we are connected individuals. Human connection is so important to us. And connection is what builds resilience, but feeling disconnected is what fosters loneliness and loneliness leads to feelings of depression and sadness and anxiety. So we're social creatures. So sometimes we have to make a really concerted effort to make sure that we put ourselves out there and make a plan. Remember also that plans give us things to look forward to and they give us this sense of positive control. All right. So in making a plan, I have another great idea for you to add a holiday happiness and joy, and that is to volunteer. So for so many people, you know, this, this perception of what the holiday should be and what Hallmark and all the media makes it sound like it is, it can be disappointing for a lot of people who don't feel like they have the social connections that they once had, or maybe that's just something that they've always wanted to build. But volunteering is a great thing to consider during the holidays. Because again, go back to the fact that we are, we are social creatures. So even if we're not comfortable making a plan and inviting somebody to do something, or we're not ready for those meetup groups, if we volunteer, we could volunteer at a pet shelter and pet little baby kitties and puppies. We could volunteer to serve food or pass out donations. That in and of itself gets us socially connected to other people. Plus it's doing good for other people. Dan Millman in his book, No Ordinary Moments, he talks about doing volunteer things and helping other people for altruistic purposes and how that really builds human resilience. And it brings these feel good feelings to us and it, it gives us a sense of meaning and purpose. So it gives us an opportunity basically to meet people and to do something good for others. So 
Another thing that I think is a great thing to do during the holidays, and I personally do this before the new year even comes, is I like to take an inventory over the past year. I like to just kind of create a personal inventory and, you know, think about what worked in 2021 and what didn't work and what role did I play in that, in my career, in my personal life, what's missing, what can I add? Um, you know, if there's something you've always wanted to do, now's that time to kind of start thinking about it because maybe it is this holiday season. You have more time on your hands than you've had in the past. So before the new year's goals start to come around, maybe it's time to take a personal inventory. And this is a great time again to tap into your values and take stock. Are you honoring what's most important to you? How are you spending a good majority of your time so that you're not just going through the motions, you're actually going through life, building more meaning and purpose. So, you know, again, I'm Angie Miller. I'm talking about these different ways to add joy and happiness to our holidays. And I think it would be remiss if I didn't talk about the next one, which is, I think that we have to sometimes reset to avoid regret. So let's say that there is a person in your life, a relationship that is strained or a relationship that you've thought about healing or mending, mending or rekindling. Maybe now before the holidays end and we don't want to look back with regret, maybe now is that time to give ourselves the gift of forgiving somebody else because whatever that attachment, even if we are holding on to anger or resentment, we are still keeping that attachment to another person because those are very strong emotions and that keeps us attached to them. So maybe we want to let go of that anger and resentment. It's time to rekindle and instead to foster a relationship that might be the perfect time during the holiday season. So, you know, sometimes forgiveness is the healthiest things that we can do during the holidays. So ask yourself, is there somebody in my life that I let go of or lost a relationship with? And now might be the perfect time to rekindle that. All right. So also, I think a big one for all of us is to manage our expectations. I think that during the holidays, more than any other time of the year, it is so important to be able to see the holidays through a realistic lens, not through what we see on TV, not through what we see on social media, because if we're looking to TV or social media or the movies as a benchmark for what the holidays are supposed to look like, it's likely going to lead us into this negative spiral of these really, really ugly comparisons, because inevitably, I think most of us are going to feel like our lives just don't measure up. I love holiday movies. And I spent the weekend of Thanksgiving watching holiday movies with my family. And I have to tell you, I could have written the script on every one of those movies. I didn't even actually have to watch it. But for most of us, we are probably not going to get asked to go to a foreign country to do work over the holidays and meet our handsome prince who's going to save, you know, save ourselves from ourselves and introduce us to a whole new world. That's probably, or show us what real love is. That's probably not real life for most of us. And so even though those movies can be fun and feel good, sometimes if we're not in the best place, it really can make us feel like we just don't measure up. So I think that it's about positive control 
It's controlling the narrative by controlling what we consume. And I do think we have to be careful with what we consume in terms of media, social media, not just in terms of our nutrition, right? We have to be careful what we consume. And sometimes small doses and realistic expectations go a long way. And remember that I think that's so much of why it's important to manage expectations is because I think more than ever during the holidays, it's promoted that we are all supposed to feel wonderful. It's promoted that we're supposed to be surrounded by family and friends and have all of this connection. And it's because of that and because that hype is out there that I think that leads so many of us to disappointment and sadness. Right. So the thing is, is that even, you know, I find myself always trying to manage my expectations during the holidays, because, again, sometimes I can reflect back to the way that things used to be and spiral into sadness. And that's OK, but I have to manage my expectations that things change as life changes. So here's something else to help you. And I, I love this and I, I hope you appreciate this as much as I do, but it kind of really helps us see the holidays through a more realistic lens. It's, it's, a, it's about seeing what's real versus what's ideal. So let's consider Google versus Facebook. So there was a study that compared what comes up in Google searches versus what we see posted on Facebook. So Facebook posts make life look pretty great, right? Most of us, we post when we do something fun, something exciting. We post when we go on vacation. We post when it's an anniversary. We post when we're all dressed up and our makeup looks perfect. Um, Get togethers. It's like a best of episode of everyone's life. So that's what we see on Facebook. However, in Google searches, Research supports that in Google searches, there's a lot of searches that indicate relationship problems. So people are doing a lot of Google searches about relationship problems, intimacy problems. I'm not going to deep dive into that one. Addiction, depression, anxiety, body image. There was actually a study done, and I hope I don't butcher his name, but it's Stevens Davidowitz. And he did a study that compared how women complete the phrase, my husband is, (laughs) let's not go there. My husband is, and then it was, my husband is on Facebook versus my husband is on a Google search. And so the completion of those phrases look very different on Facebook than they did on Google. And in his book, Everybody Lies, He indicates that Google searches are like truth serum for humanity. They tend to reveal our real concerns. Whereas again, you know, Facebook, we tend to put the best of episodes out there. So why do I share this? Because I think that it's especially important to remember that social media and TV promote these idealized versions of what life should be at any time, but especially during the holidays. And so I think it can lead to a lot of increased disappointment and sadness. So I think it really does pay to be realistic. So next time you think about that, think Google versus Facebook. All right. So again, I'm Angie Miller. I am, I'm sharing some tips on how to add a little bit of joy and happiness to your holidays. So 
My next suggestion is if we want to increase accept or if we want to increase happiness, then I think acceptance is key. So I think that we, I mentioned earlier that sometimes I slip into sadness during the holidays and I think all of us do. And I think we have to give ourselves permission to feel sad when we feel sad and to feel whatever we feel when we feel it. Because acknowledge how you feel and accept that it's okay to feel that way, if only for the moment or maybe a few moments. Because you know what? The main thing is that we accept that what we feel instead of trying to suppress it and then still continue to try to find value and meaning and purpose in our lives. So you know what? We don't have to be happy all the time. We don't always have to turn that frown upside down. And it doesn't mean that we're a holiday buzzkill. It's okay, again, to slip into dark feelings. But if we allow ourselves to feel sad when we feel sad, to feel, you know, happy when we feel happy. And if we don't attach ourselves to these unrealistic expectations, then we make more room for these moments of joy and we, you know, we make more room for the good. So, you know what, suppression doesn't work. We all know that if we try to suppress how we feel, then those feelings tend to come knocking even louder. So I think we have to start with that acknowledgement try to lead it into acceptance, feel what we feel when we feel it and make more room for that joy when it comes and know that everybody isn't happy all of the time. So in line with acceptance, I guess another tip that I would wanna share with all of you is that it's a really good idea to share your story with somebody, especially if you aren't in a good space. So if you're really going through something, try not to go it alone. Try not to do this on your own. Invite others in, share your story, and be willing to be vulnerable. Because remember, you know, Brene Brown, she talks all about vulnerability and how when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we build more authentic relationships with other people. So we're all vulnerable. We all are affected by the events of the world and the events going on in our personal lives. We're not alone. Emotions are meant to be shared and we give our emotions less power when we divide them by sharing them, but they tend to double down when we keep them inside. You know, I had a friend text me the other day and I sent her a nice text message and she said, I'm so glad you reached out. Life has been good, but it's been really, really hard lately. And I wrote her back and I said, you know, I think for so many of us, life is so much more difficult than, or it, life is so much more difficult for so many people than we actually realize. Sometimes we get so lost in our own stuff that we forget that a lot of other people are going through stuff. And if we share our story, we give them space to share theirs. So maybe we share it on the phone with a friend. Maybe we share it over Zoom. Maybe we share it with a parent or a sibling or a coworker, or maybe we hire somebody professionally that we can share it with. I think the key is that we don't want to we don't want to hold ourselves back. I think so many times when we think about sharing our story with somebody, we are afraid we're going to be a burden or a holiday buzzkill. But in fact, you know, first of all, again, most people are going through something. And so I think that they would welcome knowing that somebody else is going through something too. And they're not all alone out there, especially during this holiday season. But secondly, I think that we have to remember that people feel us. They feel our energy. They see us. So sometimes we think that we don't want to share what's going on with other people because we don't want to burden them, but actually they probably feel and sense what's going on anyway. And it would be better if we shared it with them than maybe, you know, 
these icky emotions tend to slip out and they tend to, you know, maybe they feel like it's their responsibility for that. So remember that seeking help is a sign of strength and courage. It's not a sign of weakness. Just kind of know when you've had enough, know your limits and go get help if you need to. If all else, journal about it, breathe about it, meditate, and just acknowledge how you feel. So last but not least, I think during the holidays, as busy as it is, as hectic as it is, and as much as what's going on in our world, I think it's important to stay into a routine as much as we possibly can. We are not only social creatures. We are creatures who love routine. We love to know what to expect, right? We're a creature of habit. We love routine. We love to know what's coming next. So try during the holidays as much as possible to maintain that healthy lifestyle and help your clients maintain that healthy, healthy lifestyle. Try to help people make healthy nutritional choices, including yourself. Try to still keep your sleep in on schedule. Try to exercise still as often as you normally do and stick to that daily routine as much as you possibly can. So I'm going to go back over these real quick. So some of my tips are remember the past is the past. And the future is whatever we want it to be. So even if your holidays look very different this year, that's okay. It's time for you to start a new story and rewrite your script. Number two, make sure that you schedule realistically and try to avoid overscheduling. Remember, you do have permission to say no when you need to. And it's a really good idea to tap into those boundaries and those values so that you don't want to overschedule yourself. Number three, you know what, um, when it comes to scheduling, do let your values guide you and know that shoulds aren't the best way to make a good decision. So another tip that I shared was to make a plan. Try to make at least one plan for every holiday that you have this season or that you celebrate. Again, I shared that volunteering is an amazing way to make a plan and stay connected to other people. I also shared conduct a personal inventory. Now is a good time to reflect back on the year. What was working? What wasn't working? How aligned with I am I with my values? And then also I shared instead of having regrets, maybe we reset. Maybe we mend a relationship with somebody who used to be in our life and we're holding on to some resentment and maybe it came from a good place, but now it might be a good time to let that go in and settle into forgiveness. I also talked about seeing the holidays through a realistic lens and ideal versus real and Google versus Facebook version of what the holidays actually look like, okay? And then stay in a routine. So I'm Angie Miller. I'm so glad that you joined me for this little special segment on tips to add holiday joy and happiness. So definitely reach out if you have any suggestions on future episodes or you know what? Share. If you found a tip to add holiday joy or happiness, definitely share it on YouTube or social media. And uh, thanks so much for joining me. I appreciate all of the APA and NASM family. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.